Robert Johnson is a photographer and user experience designer who has dedicated his life and career to crafting things in the visual landscape. In this conversation, he discusses how he got started in photography, how he approaches his craft now, plus takes us behind the scenes and behind the lens of one of his most popular photographs, The Muse of Marta. This is Arts and Ideas, and I'm Floyd Hall. Funding for this program is provided by the Fulton County Board of Commissioners. I'm Floyd Hall, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with photographer and visual artist Robert Johnson. Robert, how you doing? You know, I'm doing well, Floyd. I'm just uh, surviving this COVID thing and uh, continue to work kind of at home. Well, I'm glad to have some time with you, Robert. Tell me about your first camera. My first camera was a... Uh, camera that my parents got me at, at a, at a drugstore and it was a Yogi Bear plastic camera and I still have it to this day. I remember wanting a camera that had like the numbers on it so this must have been at an age where like I was six or five or six or so but uh, this this was a camera that was um, it was just one of those one I don't know if you guys remember but it was a 126 cartridge film camera so there were no digital no no um, you know, no viewfinder, no, no, you know, screen on the back. So it was just a little uh, 126 uh, film camera with uh, Yogi Bear as the kind of character. When did you first, I guess, come to understand the art of photography? Um, when did you first, you know, begin to go down that path, uh, you know, as a, as a photographer? I, I started probably photography uh, seriously when I was in, in high school, um, probably in uh, like the ninth grade, I took a or ninth or tenth grade, took a, some photo classes when we used to use the dark room. You know, creativity and stuff is always a, a part of our household and in art and everything. So we always had my parents always brought art into the home. And um, I think in after after high school, I became very serious about photography. And I pursued, I went to the Rochester Institute of Technology for, as to, to study photography for four years. Do you recall your earliest photos and what were you interested in, in capturing in that phase of your life? There are several uh, moments, I think as a, as a kid, maybe, um, I remember just looking at my brothers and sisters had albums and I remember just getting lost in like the album art and looking at the photos on that on there. Um, I don't remember photographing a lot as a kid because it was kind of uh, less um, attainable. You know, it was uh, all film, so you didn't really shoot film as much. But um, I remember just family trips, taking pictures, trying to take good pictures. Um, really, you know, during high school, I think I got more serious about it. But I think in my household, we always were exposed to art, whether it was, you know, performing arts, my mother and my father would bring me to, you know, 
jazz theater. I grew up in upstate New York, so central New York. And my mother was uh, passionate about uh, black art, especially. And she, in the 80s, she opened up an art gallery. And so my exposure to, um, you know, uh, visual arts was, was, you know, all through um, growing up and, and kind of being immersed in uh, helping her with their art gallery. What was what was that like? What what was your mom like? I'm I'm curious to know, well, you know think, what what her um, life was like as a, as a gallery owner. Yeah, I think that both uh, my parents had uh, creativity in what they do. So um, in what they did, my my father was a, a, originally like a cabinet maker, but he had he had an upholstery business, so he was an entrepreneur as well. And my mother had worked for the state, but she had this because she didn't see uh african americans in anything at that time i mean i think today we take for granted that if you go to the store you can have a black santa claus you have a black card or so those things weren't available so she wanted to bring those things to syracuse and um for me it wasn't i i don't know if they were necessarily you know as academic as maybe i am now having gone to school for it but i think that they in their own way they were they brought art in our home whether it was uh, music or whether it was you know the visual arts that my mother had with the, the art gallery um i got to go on i remember we we went to california for a buying trip for the gallery you know kind of as a family vacation and i got to meet all these different artists um being very young i don't think that i just didn't think of it as anything you know unique you know some of these people would come and when they did have an opening because of budget they might come and stay in our home but i guess it gave me the possibility that i could actually become an artist i could you know i could do this for a living it was attainable well speaking about your work as an artist how did you develop i guess your eye if you will which is kind of a, a broad question but what is your approach to capturing scenes and people um what are you what are you looking for what what excites you i think um i think that that's a great question i think that uh i think one thing for photographers is if you look you study and you look at a lot of imagery so through um some of the you know i worked professionally as a photographer i was uh i was a um, photo editor and multimedia journalist for CNN, and originally that's how I moved to Atlanta. They had relocated me here, and um, and then I went on to become a, uh, a, a director of photography at uh, the Weather Channel. So um, I think that you know, it, it, of course, it, I, I studied photography, so it's in my training. But um, I think that some of the photographers that have inspired me, or, or one quote that really inspires me, is. Um, uh, by the photographer Walker Evans, like stare, pry, listen, you're not here long. So I think in some of my work on Instagram, which originally I would only put like uh, just my best work, but as you know, as you, as a visual artist, you don't you don't always have like your your. I guess my process would be to make a lot of bad imagery, and so I think that uh, I mean as a photographer as as a more seasoned photographers I've, I've I've worked in the field. I realized that I had to continue to work and continue to make bad imagery um, and t until I make you know until I find something you know something there. I I really feel like when I see your photos, 
um, on Instagram in particular, I always feel like you're putting us, the viewer, in this space where we, we or you, um, maybe just missed something or just caught something or just had, I don't know. I always feel like there's a moment happening, especially with some of the, the, uh, the moments where it's in the the built environment, um, whether it be people passing by or, you know, a car or something. And I always feel like when I when I look at your work that something just happened or where where we we're just coming up on an event or a moment where we just missed something, which also feels like there's a, a you know, a story in that. So I guess just from your perspective as you're Moving around Atlanta or anywhere else with with your, your a camera, how do you how do you move in a space um, around spaces? Um, how do you I guess anticipate what's happening or, or, or what might be around you? Um, how do you sort of think through what it's like to make your work? I I think that you know one of the my favorite parts of my day, which would probably be not for most Atlantans is to my commute on mar every day so that's probably the one the only thing i miss about um going into an office every day is the commute that i would have in the morning and in the evening um and um really the things that i would kind of watch and 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 listen and it's almost like my entertainment or i love to look at people and after you ride this you you know you normally ride the same car every day and I think that uh, you end up seeing the same people. And I don't know if they notice that they've seen you or, but I certainly notice that I, I see people the same at the same time every day on the same car and, and as they move through life. So I think that I'm always, as a photographer, you're always almost like a voyeur. You're, you're stealing moments. You're, um, that's my, kind of my, my approach. I'm, I'm looking at, and of course I'm trying to put, I think the main job of photography is to put the viewer in those in your shoes and also to show something that nobody else has seen so you continue to do that by by just observing so i i am genuinely interested in people and sometimes i think of i i don't you know i mean some people may think i'm a bad person for snapping photos of strangers um but so i don't always i don't i never ask permission in order to get that kind of uh, decisive moment. Um, but I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm always observing, I'm always watching my environment, and I'm always, you know, thinking about the person's story. So many people work so hard on Marta. Maybe I take it because it's convenient, but you look at people who are on there and they're, you know, they might be traveling with a child early early in the morning and you can see the child is exhausted they're exhausted and they're moving through life and there's a story there certainly well staying right there when it comes to marta um i grew up in atlanta in the atlanta area i grew up in college park and so i have you know lots of memories um riding marta and going to the college park marta station and there was one photo of yours that really might be my favorite Atlanta photo. Definitely top five. And I say that, you know, and it's not number five. Um, definitely just feels like a photo that from the moment I saw it just felt so Atlanta to me. And 
for our, our listeners out there, this is a photo of um, a MARTA train conductor, um, and she has her head kind of halfway out of the window with um, these really beautiful um, blind extensions kind of flowing down um, her shoulder. And it just felt like this perfect moment that you captured. And I would love for you to maybe talk about that moment, that photo, and why you think so many people like that photo. I think as a photographer, you 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 make images for yourself. I don't. I often don't think of is someone. Maybe I do a little bit. Like, is someone going to like this? But usually, it, it's interesting to me. I I know. I don't know if they love Marta as much as they love Atlanta. But I think that to me, when I when I made the image, I was standing on the platform. She was uh, the conductor that was uh, going. I think to the airport at the time, and I saw that image and I snapped it, snapped her quickly. I waited, I usually wait on the platform to see who's driving the train. And that day, and I saw her, her blonde hair and I thought it was a perfect image. And I thought of like, almost like she was this muse of Marta. So this, this beautiful, this beauty on this everyday kind of train that uh, like any other public transportation is, is gritty and, and, and grimy. But, you know, she goes to work with this, um, this great, uh, you know, with care of how she looks, and she's driving this train almost like a diva, so almost like the muse of Marta. I, I kind of called it. People have asked for prints, or they've um, they've featured it. I I think I've seen it on the news without my permission, and I've seen it at uh, the Arts Council. It's one of the arts pages uh, asked to use it, so I think that people really do respond to it well. You you end up making you know hundreds and hundreds and I might make thousands of images every year and you always have one that kind of hits with your audience I'm always curious about what what else interests you, you know, as a photographer, as an artist, as a creative, you know, mind. What are some of those things that are that are driving you and inspiring you these days? I, I think you know, as as an artist and not working um, full time as an artist, I think that for all creative people, especially if you have something that you love, like like I love photography, and then but you have to balance that with you have a corporate day job. Um, I, I mean, I, I really love that I get to carry, you know, we have these iPhones and we get to carry them everywhere. And so, um, you can't really make an excuse that you can't make art today. So, you know, what, what, there's uh, many things that inspire me. You know, I, I love to, um, I love, I love cooking. Um, I love, you know, any kind of music and, um, as I've tradition, uh, I've, as I've uh, a few years back, I, I was the director of photography at Weather Channel, and I had I went through a career transition, and I, as I transitioned from uh, um, a photographer to a UX designer, I I always feel privileged that I can still work in a creative space or at a cre- at something where I'm creating something every day. 
So, um, of course, I'm, I'm inspired still, and I continue to learn design, but um, I think that I also bring some of design to photography in the fact that thinking about my photography differently, because I think that um, maybe in the past I thought you were trying to make a masterpiece right away, but it's certainly like design is all about iteration. So um, I think of my work more now as an iteration as I continue to snap away or, you know, continue to iterate to something that I, that I like or something that's worth, um, you know, the, of, of value. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't shoot as much as I, 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 I want to. Um, I've, of course, I think that the, the work on Instagram is really my outlet. You mentioned that you were the director of photography at the Weather Channel. I guess what types of work or what types of, moments would we have seen to know that it was your work if you will so um you know i i um i think in 2014 um i had left cnn from i was a a, a multimedia journalist at cnn and um i had left uh, cnn to go to the weather channel to become director of photography and at uh, the weather channel it was a new position it was the only one i don't think they replaced me after i left but um I was the head of all, you know, I was in charge of all the photography, whether it was uh, coverage uh, or um, anything that appeared like on the, on the background. We used to have like a background imagery on the app. So I was buying images from photographers and kind of like setting the look and feel as well as working on um, some of the, um, I worked on um, uh, the uh, promotional, uh, material for the, like the shows that we were doing, some of the programming, and I I also did you know like the headshots. So I think as a photographer, I've always been kind of all over the place. I've never been one person to because I started out as a photo um, illustrator. I really wanted to do advertising, so that kind of training helped me. But I think that I was always a journalist at heart. Because I, I did when I went to CNN, I became more of a worked more in photojournalism. But the Weather Channel, it was I was able to do both photojournalism and some of the PR work and advertising types uh, shoots that um, I always enjoyed doing as well. So, what's something that you've always wanted to do, or an idea that you wanted to explore that you have not done yet? Like, what's what's the big idea that's still out there for you? I think that I'd like to do more, you know, in-depth stories and more documentation rather than just, um, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to do more personal projects that are more in-depth and, and perhaps like a book project or something like that. But I, I don't know exactly what the subject would be. So I'd like to follow something longer. You know, maybe it is MARTA. Maybe it's, it's like uh, producing you know, like a, a deeper body of work on uh, just MARTA on the North and South line or something like that. But um, that's what I think. I've, I've gotten to do a lot of different things. I mean, I, I uh, worked on, um, when I did election coverage when with Obama, I was able to, uh, when Obama was uh, had just been elected, um, there's some work I did with in Mississippi that I really enjoyed and um, uh, just interviewing some of the impact of what it was like for us. Uh, we, we talked to a, a cotton farmer who had uh, been 
farming cotton since he was six, a black man. And he was talking about how, what it was to vote for this black man into office. Um, I've also done uh, some work like for, for Weather Channel, I was able to, we did some really high, uh, large production work where we, we photographed on the top of a mountain. So it was kind of like an Andy Leibovitz kind of shoot, but a huge production. So I've, I've been able to do a lot of, a lot of different things in photography. Um, I think that I would like to do more um, kind of introspective work. I think th that's the other thing I'd like to do. But I've had a lot of opportunities to, sh I've shown my work at the, at the Studio Museum of Harlem, has some of my work that I've done in, in New York. Um, I've been really fortunate as a as an artist. But I don't know if I have anything, you know, biting at me that I haven't done. I think more it's the images that you didn't have the courage to take, that you missed, is more biting at me. What's that like? Or I guess how do you how do you grapple with that um, when it comes to your art practice, or just you know how you connect with your own work? But how do you grapple with that courageousness, um, or I guess even grapple with that regret if you if you don't get the shot or if you don't go for the shot? What what is that like for you? How do you how do you rationalize that? I think there's images that I replay that I said I wish I had asked the person um, because you know if you don't ask the answer is always a hundred percent no. So I think that in the, there's images that play in my head like man I I know that I could have made that image or I could have um, you know that would have been an amazing image but I didn't have the courage to ask the person if it wasn't a situation where I need to ask them to do something. Um, I think I learned a lot about that from an editor I had at, at CNN and he had talked to me about how you, you know, you have to ask, you have to, you have to have that courage to ask because you can't miss that, that opportunity. So those are the things I think that um, when you miss, I mean, I guess when it, when I work in my street photography, it's not such a big deal because it is just the nature of the the way you're working. Of course, like when you're doing more intimate portraits or journalism, um, if you hadn't asked the person and you you didn't get that image, I think I think about those images. Well, as we wrap up, um, Robert Johnson, I really appreciate this time with you. And I would love for you to just maybe leave our, our listeners with what your POV is as a photographer and what they can come to learn about you and your work as they uh, connect with you on Instagram or elsewhere. I think I think I try to show my my uh, viewers or I try to capture things that are ordinary, everyday things, but I try to make them. You know, I, I, I try to look at, look at every day as, you know, something extraordinary. And the, to kind of just bring out the story in just everyday life. Robert Johnson, thank you for your time. Thank you for your work. And let everyone know how they can get in contact with you and follow what you do. Well, just please follow me on Rojo Clicks. That's R-O-J-O 
A-T-L-I-X on Instagram. Robert, thank you. I appreciate it. And I really enjoyed this conversation. All right. Thank you so much.